for the protection we thank God even for the glory that is revealed even in our life Father be thou glorified exalt your holy name and cause us to experience you more and more in Jesus mighty name have we prayed amen God bless you so much I believe you all had a wonderful night. I think some of you are still in bed, but I we, we believe God that you are enjoying your your moment of sleep. Yes, those of us who are in America right now, some of us we are still sleeping. So some of us we are sleeping 
as well as talking. Yes. I don't know those of you in Kaswa. I don't know what you are doing, though. By Kaswa, there, I think it shall it should be in the afternoon. I know Kaswa by now. It should be in the afternoon by now. Then. Say, baby, I we give God the glory. The Lord bless everybody. In fact, I appreciate all of you. Air traffic point. I appreciate all of you. And I believe so much that the Lord that has called you has called you even for a reason and for a purpose. Understand that your living is not a mistake. God has an assignment for your life and that is the reason why he gave you the privilege to see a new day. Just understand that that it is a privilege that God has given to you It's a great privilege that God has given to you. And I want to trust God and believe God even for the anointing that is released. And know that your life, oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I want you to say thank you, Jesus. The person with the name Agnes okay father we give you all the glory we thank you for your spirit and we thank you for the hand that is revealed hallelujah hallelujah isn't god amazing isn't god amazing oh glorious father right now even as we were thanking God and I was telling you about the goodness of God I just saw a man that was being pushed into a coffin and they've written on the coffin a giant I don't know whether why I'm hearing Kofi they have written jam even on a certain coffin and I don't know why I'm hearing Kofi the Lord said to me that there is somebody connected to somebody called Jan, even in this atmosphere. But his grace has just broken that coffin. That spirit of death that is meant for that person, the Lord just delivered the person in Jesus' name. One of the things that most of you have realized in, in our pod being is that most of us, we are not prophetic people. Am I talking to you? Uh, the reason why I've, I'm saying this is that I always talk about the prophetic more unto you is because you don't need us to call your name before you know that we are talking to you. In two two one, who you the giant? Have you seen it? You, you know, you, you you have somebody that is called Jan. Probably it is your father or something. So what do you have to do? Papa is my father. Thank you, Jesus, for saving. That is how we receive prophetic word. You are not typing. Unless I, I, I will be asking. Very some way. 
I don't blame you. I blame the one that started um, where you started as a, 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 a member or a Christian. That is why I blame. You see? The person with the name Agnes. The person with the name Agnes. Do you know any giant? There is somebody. Do you know anybody called Giant? Or say yes, please. Who who is called Giant to you? Your father. Now, did you hear I said that there is a man? Oh, yeah, someone. You know, that is why I'm trying to talk to you about. You don't know how God operates. So, open another platform. I'm just, I'm not angry. This is what, how I talk, and people think I'm angry when I'm. I'm not angry. I'm just being real. Understand that you've come to a prophetic meeting, and everything we do under this atmosphere is prophetic. It means that God can actually give us an example of a message. Whilst we are talking, if you know it belongs to you, you quickly tap into it. I, I don't know whether you get it. It's very important. Just let's learn these things. I told the we will say, oh, somebody's about to receive money. Papa, it's me, oh. I, I don't know what that, be Do something to activate something that you want. It's very important. The woman with the issue of blood, do you think she was the one Jesus was going to heal? Check the Bible. Read the Bible in Mark chapter 5. The verse 25 going. Check the Bible and see whether she was the one Jesus was going to heal. No. Jesus was rather going to heal Jairus' daughter, who was also 12 years old. When he heard of Jesus and saw him passing, he decided to connect herself. Even the thing, the healing is not for her, but she connected to receive the healing first. That is how we, when we, when we meet God, be a prophetic person. Am I, am I teaching you something? When you come before the Lord, huh, be a prophetic person. Let every example be yours. Let every example be. If we give an example and it is connect to the Papa is me, pray for me. Listen to me. You you don't know how God we activate things to provoke the hand of God to speak to us on our life. Listen to me. If I will get bank, I should get I should be getting somebody who will be telling me this. I don't get some. 
But most of us, we've taken it like so. I said, it's very light. It is common. I, I don't know whether you get it. Uh-huh. So, we, we, we don't actually make it look very, very, very intense because we feel like the thing is plenty. A book. Let's learn from this. Let's learn from this. It's very important. Be a prophetic person. Have you asked yourself why I'm always angry when people are not talking to me? No, have you asked yourself why? When I'm chatting, like I'm talking to somebody and nobody is responding. Have you asked? Because it is because of you I'm here. So if you're not talking, why am I here? I, I don't know whether you get it. That is why I always complain about that. Because if you don't know how to activate prophecies for yourself, it will come to a time that you stay around a man of God and you will not receive anything. Because you think that whatever the man of God is doing is just a normal thing he is doing. No! When you are walking with somebody who hears from God, or who is called a prophet, or who, who is called a man of God, you, you have to understand that that person is not a normal person again. Because everything the person does is actually something that is speaking positively in the life of people there. Because the man is exhibiting something out of him onto people. And that is the presence of God, the glory of God, and the word of the Lord. So anything the man of God is saying is actually making an impact, bringing deliverance, bringing healing onto somebody. So if your spirit is not aligned to what the man of God is saying, at the end of the day, you received nothing. Am, am I talking to somebody now? So you see at the end of the day, you received nothing. Be careful. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. May the Lord bless you. Amen. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Oh, Feroni give no sabila no cobere sabila vorovelas. Shelidon vretembroki belle sovina maruda. Ente bezolida vrate mesco brendi velikovai. Zedule menungre sipali goveletisco barama nengresivai. Can you hear me? 
Can you hear me? Okay, the Lord bless you. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We give you all the glory. Be that glorified in Jesus' mighty name. Quickly, everybody, let's share the link. Everyone, let's share the link. Everyone, please share the link. This morning, just share the link with somebody and invite somebody right now. And let's have a glorious time in the presence of God. I want to teach some small mystery, then we will pray. And then we trust God for his voice. Hallelujah. One of the things I want you to understand is that in life, we all need help. How many of you think we all need help? Me, if you don't need help, please. Me, I need help. How many of us believe that you need help in your life? Wow. Me, I need help. There are are things I want us to really understand. There are things I want us to really understand. And it is very simple. There are ways to activate help in the life of a man. And I'll be teaching only one today. And after teaching this, I want you to take notice of it and begin to work towards it. So that it can activate grace even upon you. So how can I activate help in my life? One of the things I want you to understand in Psalm 1 to 1, David said that I will look up onto the hills. He said, from whence cometh my help? He said, my help cometh from the Lord. That means every help is having a location or is having an address. Can I say it again? David said, I will look up onto the hills. From whence cometh my help? The whence actually means where is my help coming from? Anytime the word where comes in a situation or in a sentence, the word talks about a location or a place. Is it not true? So it means that if David is now saying that I will look up onto the hills, he said, and he said, from whence cometh my help? David is now trying to teach us a mystery. And the mystery that David is now teaching is that there is a help that can come from God and there is a help that can come from any other thing. So where is my help coming from? That means every help is having an address. Can, am, I, am I talking to people at all? Every help is having an address. It means that it's not every place a man can be helped. Hear me. It's not every place a man can be helped. It means that before you can be helped in this life, you must locate where you can be helped. And that is where you need to connect your soul, your spirit, and your body too. This is why most of us, we lack the voice of God in our life. Because I always say this and I'll keep saying, it's not every man of God that is your man of God. It's not every man of God that is your man of God. There are plenty men of God, but we all have individual mind of God. You will see that there is a man of God in your life. Anytime he speaks in your life, things quickly happens. He prays for you. Things 
quickly happened. Probably that is your man of God. When he talks to you, you feel peace. When he talks to you, you feel okay listening to him. You enjoy listening. Probably that is your man of God. One of the things I want you to understand that there are two streams of help. Number one is the help of God and the help of man. I want you to notice well. There are two streams that help is coming from. Number one is God. Number two is man. Are you, are, are, you, are you getting it now? So those of you who are bragging and talking rubbish that you are saying that me, I don't need any man in my life. I don't need any man in my life. I don't need a man. I can survive. You shall papa. Who told you you don't need any man? Because the, the help that comes to every man is connected to only two streams. It is either connected to God or connected to man. These are the two places that help actually comes from. And David said, when I look up onto the hills, he asked himself, is my help coming from the hills? No. Then he rather said, my help is coming from the Lord. The one that created the heavens and yet. It means that even with the Lord, there are different types of Lord. We have the Lord that controls the, I don't know whether you get it. There are different types of Lord. And David was trying to be specific. Oh, I quoted a scripture, Psalm 121. Oh, Psalm 121. David now was speaking and David said, I will look up onto the hills. Why is David saying I will look up onto the hills? That means uh, there is a dimension of help the hill can give to you. Oh yes. He said I will lift up my eyes onto the hills. He said from whence cometh my help. Have you seen it now? It means that the hill had a dimension of help it can offer to David. The hill, it had a dimension of help it can offer to David. And David said, no, my help that I want right now is not coming from the hills. The help I'm looking for is coming from the Lord. Look at the Lord. Look at the spelling of the Lord. Capital Lord. He said, which made the heaven and the earth. So the capital Lord, David was now trying to tell us where his help is coming from. He's coming from the almighty God. I know that there are situations that men can give to me. But there are situations I am going through. It is only the Lord that can cause me to come out from this situation. And no man can offer help. And no places can offer help. And no sometimes God can bring people into my life in order for me to receive help. But this kind of problem I am going through, the only help I need is the help that the Lord himself can offer. I came to preach and I came to pray even for people that they are going through mess. They are going through situations. They feel like giving up. They've tried many. It failed. They've tried institution. It failed. 
They tried organizations, it failed. But now they look like they want to throw in the towel. But I came to announce unto people that don't throw in the towel. There is a help that can come even from the Almighty. There is a help that can come from God. There is a help that can come in order to change your situation. I pray for you by the power of the Holy Ghost. Before this week comes, may the Lord himself open the heavens unto you. May the Lord himself arise and send you help even from eternity. May the Lord himself open up a dimension of help even unto your life. In the name of Jesus. Shout I receive help. My God. Hala, I receive help. 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 I receive help from the Lord. I receive help from the Lord. Understand it. That there are places we can get help from. If you don't know. And there are help that is connected to men. Let me prove it to you in scripture. The Bible said in in 1 Samuel chapter 9. This is Saul and his servant looking for the donkeys of their father. Whilst they were looking even for the donkeys. The Bible said that they go to a place. They traveled through different countries. They went to Shalisha. They went to Shalem. They went to the, the borders of the Benjamin. They were looking for donkeys in places. They didn't find the donkey. The Bible said that when they got to Zoph, the servant said that I have heard that there is a prophet called Samuel in this town. If we can locate the prophet, our donkeys can be found. It means that there are things you can be looking for places, but it is possible you might not find it. But there are things you will look for a man. When you locate the man, you can find that which you are looking for. It means that the things we are looking for in life, sometimes it cannot be found in a place. It cannot be found in a company. It cannot be found in a business class. It cannot be found in a certain institution. It can be found in a man. If you can locate that man, you have located your help. The problem we are having in our generation is because we lack discernment as to who is our man. We just fall in love with any man we see who is operating in gifts. Can I say it again? We just fall in love with any man that is operating in gifts. The fact that somebody is operating in a gift does not make the person your man. Oh, I wish I, I look, look like I'm preaching to myself now. The fact that somebody is exhibiting gift does not mean that is your man. That is why people keep jumping from one man of God even onto the other. That is why some people keep jumping from one pastor even to the other. One prophet even to other. Because they lack discernment as to know who is their man. Because if you can locate your man, you've located your help. Oh, you don't know. If you can locate your man, you can locate your words. The man I'm talking to you is not a boyfriend, Stavo. 
I'm talking about help. That is why I'm quoting scripture. So when I quote scripture and you people don't bring it, you will not understand. And we live in a generation where laziness has become the order of the day. Even if a preacher is preaching, instead of you to write something down and begin to review to see what the man of God is preaching is actually right, you won't write anything. The only thing you need to leave, I'm listening to you. Are you done? Then prophesy to me. This is the reason why we keep attending one meeting to the other. One meeting to the other. One meeting to the other. And nothing is changing in our life. Because some of us, it is not about just the preaching. No. It is about the reviewing of the preaching. The reviewing is that when you sit down to begin to think about what the man of God says, that is where the understanding actually comes from. That is where people can enter into church. And they will be shouting, today's preaching was so powerful. If you ask them what did the man of God preach about, they cannot even tell you one thing. The only thing they knew that it was a powerful service. Because these people can never be transformed under that man of God. Come, let's, let's, be, let's be real. I, I, am I talking to you? Yes. Do you think I'm preaching out of the Bible? No, no, no. All what I'm doing, I'm quoting it from my spirit. I uh, So you think I've opened the Bible somewhere? I've not opened any Bible. Everything I'm saying, I'm quoting it from my spirit. That is why I want you to put it down. So that somebody else can read it and now know what I was trying to say. Am I talking to somebody now? Understand this. That there is a dimension of help that God alone can offer. And there is a dimension of help that only a man can offer. I'm, I'm saying this with all boldness. There is a dimension that God can offer to a man. A dimension that God can offer to a man that he will be a custodian to answers. Custodian to answers in the life of people. These people carry the solution. Oh. In Matthew 25. The, 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 the ten virgins. Do you remember the, ten, the story of the ten virgins? Yes. The Bible said that when the fools, their oil got finished, they went to the wise virgins and told them that lend us some of your oil. And they told them, it is not enough for we and you. But go and buy from those who are selling it. What does it mean? It means that there is a dimension of grace that God has given to certain people in life to be able to reproduce something that people can actually get help from. So if you are needing the thing from me, you cannot have it. But there are people God has given them that grace. Go to them and buy from them. Oh, I don't know whether you are getting the preaching I'm, I'm, I'm saying. Are you getting the message now? (laughs) 
Look at the verse 9. So no, they replied, there may not be enough for both of us and you. He said, instead, go to those who sell oil and buy some for yourself. It means that there are people God has given them the grace to be able to sell. These are actually your helpers you need to identify. <laughs> so it is not because you lack the oil, but there are people, they are, they are custodian of the oil. If you can locate them, they can help you with the oil. But we, we cannot even give you the oil some. But there are people I know, they are called the sellers of the oil. Look for them and when you find them, your oil will be restored unto you. I pray. Anybody that is a custodian of help in your life, I decree and declare. In the mighty name of Jesus, may you meet that man. May you meet that man. May you meet that man. May you meet that woman. May you meet that fellow in the mighty name of Jesus. It is help. Oh, I said it is help. Thank God. No, I, 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 are you getting the message now? Are you getting the message? So there are people that God has blessed them with certain abilities to be able to help others. God himself can be a helper to somebody, but God can anoint certain people like ordinary men like us to be a blessing unto us. So what am I supposed to do? I have to have the spirit of discernment in order to know who my man is. I don't know whether you get it. I have to just discern to know who my man is. If I can locate who my man is, my help is assured. Oh, yes. So it is not every spec that is actually your helper. Uh, did you hear that? It is not every spec that is actually your helper. That is why we need discernment. The fact that the thing is looking glittering and looking very shining and nice does not mean it is good for you. Oh, yes. Understand this. It is not every open door that is actually God's door. Can I say it again? It is not every open door that is actually God's door. There are certain doors. It can be open, but it's a trap. There are doors. It can look nice, shining and beautiful, but it is a trap. Be careful. Be careful. That is where you need discernment in life. I pray. All those who have their discernment down, I decree and declare in the name of Jesus, may your discernment be sharpened. May your discernment be sharpened. May your discernment be sharpened. Hey, Kola Mahatayas. I'm not preaching to people at all. Understand this. Help can come from God and it can come from man. 
That is what I've proven to you by scripture. The visa you are looking for, is it an angel who will give it to you? The marriage you are looking for, is it an angel that will give it to you? Your wedding gown, is it an angel that will release it to you? I'm asking a simple question. At the end of the day, you understand that it is all about men. The question is, if you now understand that it is all about men, the next question I want you to understand right now, think about this. Who is that man? (laughs) Now, let's think about this. Who is that man? No, 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 no. That's the question you not want to... You know, think about it. Who is that man? Lord, you have said that my help is connected to a man of God. Who is that man of God? Hmm. Lord, you have said that I will do business and flourish. Which business? <laughs> Now, are you thinking now? Are you thinking now? So now, it is not only about being excited by words. It is about knowing the precision and what to do at the right time and in the right place. When Jesus was sending the disciples even to untie the donkey, do you know what Jesus told them? Read the Bible in Matthew 21. Read the Bible. You'll be shocked. Jesus was now... Addressing them, and Jesus said, Hey, when you leave me, go to this town that is over against you. When you enter, go straight. You'll find a court that is tied with this. I, I don't know. Look at precision. Check the Bible. Look at precision. He gave them the direction well. It's a saying unto them, Go on to the village over against you. And straightly, you shall find an ass tied and a colt with her. Lose them and bring them unto me. And if any man say unto you, he shall say that the Lord had in need of them. And straight away, he will send them. Listen to it. He was giving them the precise direction. Look at the Bible well. In Acts chapter 9, go and look at the Bible. You will see that when Ananias got the message from Jesus, Jesus gave him the precise location of Paul. (laughs) Look at the Bible. When Cornelius was praying, and the angel of the Lord came to Cornelius and wanted Cornelius to be helped, Cornelius, the angel told him that there is a man called Peter who is living in the house of this. He gave Peter Cornelius the address. What am I trying to say? In heaven, they don't just mention a name. They are precise with the name they mention. That is the dimension prophets we should grow into. Into me catch this, obese. Me catch your blue light. Say blue light. I see you marrying. I should be having the ability to go deeper. 
than saying I see her marry, than to say that I've seen a man, his name is Gideon. You'll be working with this company. you meet him on this path. And this is, this is actually called precision of word. With such person, the person will never make a mistake by choosing somebody who does not belong to him. That is what we need to grow into. Acts chapter 9, the verse 11. Muntie, get up. The Lord told him, go to the house of Judas on, on Straight Street. Have you seen address? I think this one, if, it, it, if, if it, it, it's supposed to be in America, please, uh, also bring it again. Acts 9, 11. I like it, Keke. Look at, look at Jesus giving address. He's trying to tell him the specific place he will locate his helper. That is what I want you to know. He's telling him the specific place he will locate his, his helper. He said, and the Lord said unto him, arise, go into the street, which is called straight. Have you seen it now? It means that at that time they had the street called straight. <laughs> and inquire in the house of Judas, one called Saul of Tarsus. For behold, he prayed. And I've seen in a vision a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hand on him that he might receive a sight. Is it not beautiful? Look at Acts chapter 10 as well. Cornelius also was praying. The same angel, when the angel came, the angel addressed him unto a man and gave him precise location about where to meet the man. Everybody. Father, I, I don't want the, the, the dimension of just giving names again. I want the dimension of the precision and accuracy in the prophetic. That I may be able to tell somebody that you have to work a business. You want to, I've seen you into business. The question is, which business? I don't know what you, I don't know whether you get it. That is how we need to stretch our spirit. Which business am I supposed to do and prosper? And you say, yeah, yeah, business be as how. But the question is, which of the business am I supposed to do and prosper? If heaven is speaking to you now, then we need to grow from that shallow dimension and enter into a deeper dimension that we might be able to say, the Lord said, enter into this business. Enter into this business. Enter into this business. Don't go and take loan. Don't go and do this. Don't go and do this. But start with something small. Start with something small. Do this, do this. That is where we are talking about now. God is actually helping you through a man. That is precision. Am I preaching at all? There is precision. Have you forgotten that Accra, the team is divine help? This is actually the introduction of the divine help. Yes. Those of you in Accra, you will enjoy. What is the precision? Why am I saying that you are saying that God said I will be traveling to which country? The fact that everybody is getting UK visa does not mean when you go, you also get UK visa. The fact that everybody is going to Canada does not mean when you go, you get Canadian visa. The question is, which country am I supposed to go? That is what we call precision. Knowing exactly where your helper is located from. Oh, 
Am I helping people at all? So understand that. Oh, you didn't bring uh, Acts chapter 10 scripture for me. Understand it. The law says, go to uh, a... No, no, church, look at this. God was speaking to um, Elijah. I think in Acts chapter 19. In Acts chapter 19, when God was speaking to him, no, is it Acts 19, sorry. First Kings, is it 19 or something? When God was talking to Elijah to rise up from the brook and go to a town called Zarephath. <laughs> Look at the precision. Go to a town called Zarephath. I have ordered a widow to feed you. Have you seen it now? The question is, if God had just said, I have ordered a widow to feed you, how will he know which widow, which country? Is it not true? Which widow and which country? So, I don't know whether you understand what I'm trying to preach. I'm now trying to say that if we are saying that our help is coming from men as well, we should know where and how. Did you hear me? Did you hear me? Can you hear me? If we are saying that our help is can, can be located from men as well, then we need to know how, where, who. I, I don't know whether you get it. All these things should be at place before we can identify which man because I don't want to be getting broken hearts. Maybe you don't get what I'm trying to say. I don't want to be getting broken heart. As 17, verse 7. Sometime later, the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land. Then the word of the Lord came unto him. Go to once to go at once to Zarephath in the region of Sidom. Please look at the precision. Look at the precision. Go at once to Zarephath, number one, in the region of Sidom, number two, and stay there. <laughs> he said, I have directed a widow there to supply you with food. No, have you seen it? So with that, can he miss his helper? Oh, I'm asking a simple question. With this, can the person miss his helper? No. So most of us, we receive accurate prophecies, nice prophecies. But the problem is that we too as men of God are too shallow to go deeper than just seeing and hearing. Oh, I've seen a beautiful wedding for you this year. Amen. Is that all? How do you then marry? Who are you marrying? No, think about this. Who are you then marrying? Who? Is it the one you are with? Or there is another person? Who? What is the name? Where? 
location. Which church? Is it not a church? Then where? I don't know whether you get it. If you know the precisions like this, you will never miss any miracle in your life. Now, once I've, I've caught you thinking, ask yourself. That is why from today, me, I'm coming to enter into deep realms of prayer and fasting. Lord, I am tired of this level of just telling people, I've seen you marrying, I see you traveling. Give me precision, oh Lord. I am tired of hearing I, I'm a businessman and so what? I'm a businessman and so what? I'll be traveling around the world and so what? Where will I start? How will I start? Who will be the first person to introduce me there? I need to know and start working on it now. That is called precision. Am I talking to people at all? That is what we call precision. am I going to meet the person so that I will start planning to meet the person? I remember one day I was praying for a South African lady and I told her the Lord said that you are about to meet a man. I don't know how the woman just got and the woman said Papa, where? He didn't say Papa Christ. He said Man of God. Where? <laughs> then I said, I have seen a mall at your street. And he said, yes. I stay close at a mall. And I said, from now to the next 14 days, every single day, walk around the mall. When the lady went the third day, the fourth day, somebody met him and took his number. <laughs> the question is, if we don't dive deeper, as in how, we will keep receiving the thing, but no fulfillment. I don't know whether you get it. We keep me receiving the thing, but there are many of you, maybe you are in, how do we call it, um, um, Ohio, Ohio. But do you know that your husband might be in Massachusetts? <laughs> that is where the problem is. So now, if you tell me I'll, uh, you see me marry, who? Where? I don't know whether you get what I'm trying to And let me person me provoke you. I'm provoking you. Do you know what I'm doing? I'm doing that for you to also engage in God. Lord, I'm tired of these things I hear. Tell me where I will get that miracle. 
no, I don't just want to say, you are telling me I will receive help. The whole of this week, I didn't see anybody coming to help me. Do you know why? Probably the help is not coming in your room. The help is meeting you maybe at circle. That is where your helper is meeting you. And the whole day you are in Kaswa. How do you meet that helper? I don't know whether you get it. That is where I want us to grow to. That we get angry within our spirit and we start praying. Lord, I don't want to remain single forever. I am, I am aging. I am, I'm aging. I'm beautiful, Lord. I'm God-fearing. I've stopped all this nonsense I used to do. But Lord, why is it that no man is coming? Where is he? Let me locate him. Show me where I can meet this man. Show me. Show me. Show me. Show me. You've told me almost all the time that you are seeing me marry. Why am I not marrying? I don't want to be a lazy man again. I want to marry. Now, tell me. Where is it that I must locate him? Is it a church? Which church does he attend? Let me go to the church. Oh, you don't get what I'm trying to say. This is how we we've activate help. I'm tired. Let me go and look for the person. If the person is not looking for me, me, I'm ready. Probably the person is reluctant. But me, when he sees me, he will obey. Just tell me which location. Is he in Canada? Is he in America? Is he where? Get me, Lord. Let me know. I will relocate to that place. I, I, I must fulfill prophecy and fulfill destiny. I don't know whether you get what I'm trying to say now. Yes. Let me show you a scripture. In Philippians chapter one Philippians chapter one the verse nine this is Paul writing to the Philippian church and look at what Paul said oh please let's help me with it Philippians chapter one the verse nine listening to the words of Paul this is the man who understands wisdom and knowledge of Look at it. I said, this is my prayer. That your love may abound more and more in knowledge and in depth. Okay. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Now jump to the verse 19. Now jump to the verse 19. Do you know why I was praying in tongues? I was telling the Holy Ghost to give me the actual scripture. <laughs> Jump to verse 19. For I know that through your prayers, look at it. For I know that through your prayers, this is not Paul, this is Paul, almighty Paul. The man full of mysteries. Look at what he's saying. For I know that as you pray for me, 
and the spirit of Jesus Christ helps me, this will lead me to my deliverance. Did you see that? For I know that as you pray for me and the spirit of Jesus Christ helps me, it means that Paul is saying, although I'm a prayer man, but there is a dimension I cannot give to myself. There is a dimension you can give to me. You people, it is your prayer that can actually bring my deliverance. Oh, you don't get it. Never think that you are so proud that you don't need any man on earth. You need people to be of help to your life. Paul said, I know that you people, when you pray, the spirit of our Lord Jesus will come and help me in order to bring deliverance unto me. I know I have prayed, but you too have to pray for me. Me too, I'm talking to you. People in Dave Page, I'm a prayer person, but you too pray for me. I know that your prayers will cause the spirit of our Lord Jesus to bring help unto me. You too pray for me. I need help as well. There is nobody in this life that should grow to a point thinking you don't need any help. Do you know when you fall sick right now? Do you know it is somebody that will take care of you in the hospital? Do you know that when you are dying right now, there are people who carry you to the graveyard? You know, there's nobody who can grow to a point in life saying that I don't need any man. You are a joker. Paul said that your prayers can bring deliverance. He didn't say my prayers. So he said your prayers. Your prayers can bring deliverance unto me. Your prayers. It can bring deliverance unto me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now the question is, how can I activate divine help in my life? Knowing right now that me, I need help. How do I activate it in my life? Knowing for sure that me, I need help. How do I activate it now in my life? Number one, it is called self evaluation. Did you hear that? Self evaluation. Self evaluation. Self-evaluation simply means that the process where a man sits down to carefully look at his or her life in order to find out the lapses in his destiny and the strength in his destiny in order to amend it and change it for the better.
That is what we call self-evaluation now. Did you get what I just said? That's what we call self-evaluation. Carefully sitting down to look at your own life. Look at your strength and look at your weaknesses in order to know what to do about your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In 2 Corinthians chapter 13, the verse 5 going. 2 Corinthians chapter 13, the verse 5 going. Paul said to the people of the uh, Corinth church, he said, examine yourself whether you be in the faith. Prove yourself. Know ye not your own self? Have you seen it? Look at it. Examine yourself to see if your faith is really genuine. Have you seen it? This is self-evaluation. <laughs> For somebody to actually know he needs help, the person must do self-evaluation. I don't know whether you get what I'm trying to say. For somebody to know that he needs help, he needs help. The person must do self-evaluation. He said, examine yourself to see if your faith is really genuine. He said, test yourself. If you cannot tell that Jesus Christ is among you, it means that you have failed the test. Examine yourself. If you don't examine yourself, take critical look about your life. How will you know that at this point of my life, I need help? Some are trusting on their beauty. Some are trusting on makeup. Some are trusting on breast. Some are trusting on good shape. In fact, you are beautiful though. Can't you see you are beautiful? Have you now seen that you are struggling as well? Beautiful and still struggling. Can't you see you have all the degree? Can't you see you have all the qualification? Can't you see you have all the eloquency? The big grammar and everything. Can't you see? But can't you see that your life is still not going the way you want it? Can't you see something is wrong? Can't you see you now need help? Can't you see there is something wrong with your life? That you need to rise and stop sleeping? Can't you see that there is something that is causing your life to be delayed? Can't you see that there is something that every year you keep repeating years as if you are repeating your bad days? There is nothing that is opening and working even in your life. Can't you see it is time to quit food now? It is time to stop setting food and kneel down and pray. Can't you see? Can't you see? Am I talking to you? Can't you see? Have you examined yourself? Can't 
you see character wise, you are not good. You are beautiful, but your character is not well. Have you seen that everybody that has left you as a man is saying that you don't respect? Can't you see? Can't you see that any man that have actually left your life is actually saying that you, you are so proud of yourself. Can't you see? Have you not realized that this is the reason you are still backward in life? Can't you see? Can't you see? Have you examined yourself to see the things that are in your life, which is actually your weakness? Have you examined yourself? That's the first thing you need. Self-evaluation. Self-evaluation. Can't you see? Can't you see? All the whole of this year. Can't you see? You have entered into 14 men. 12 men. 4 men. Last year it was 4. This year too, it is now for. Can't you see something is wrong? Can't you see? Can't you see? Have you not realized in your own destiny that how I'm living is not this way I'm supposed to live? Can't you see? This one too. Should you be told by a prophet? I'm asking a simple question. Should you be told by a prophet? Can't you see something is lacking? Have you not sat down to evaluate your life? Have you not sat down to test your own self? Let me show you a, a scripture. And then we'll pray. Luke 15 the verse 19. This, is, this scripture was talking about the prodigal son. This prodigal son has went to the father and took all his properties and went and lived a righteous living. Squandered all the money and he entered into debt. And famine broke out of the land and the Bible said no man gave to him. Because no man helped him, he became poor. That is the mystery of poverty. Any man who is a poor man is actually a man who is not being helped. Onipa bi asebremu ne hokiri ni bia no sey nipa kro ne emoa enkoma mintia. Asem na meka no. That is how it is. Anybody that is struggling in life, nothing is moving. It means that the person is void of help. That is why the person is struggling. The person is void of help. That is why things are so bad even in the life of that man. The person is void of help. Can't you see? The guy so worked to a point that he started eating from the crumbs of pigs. Pigs. He was eating the food of pigs. And the guy came back to himself. This is where the self-evaluation comes. Look at the verse 18 and 19. Let's go to the verse 18 and 19. And look at it. 
I just wanted to go back across. Let's go to 17. Then we come to 18 and 19. And then we wrap up. I just want to go back so that you understand. Look at the verse 17. But when he came to his senses, have you seen it? That is what evaluation does. Evaluation brings you to your consciousness. It makes you think well and it makes you get back to your senses. Some of you, you don't know you are fooling. Some of you, you don't know things are actually getting badder and bad. What is the uh, bad? Is it bad, bad, baddest, 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 bad, 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 the, the last baddest will be what? Bada, bada, baddest. <laughs> Can't you see things are actually going bad? Can't you see? Thank you, English madam. That's my English madam. Can't you see things are going, go, getting worse? Can't you see? The Bible said, when he came back to his senses, the verse 17, when he came, have you, have you sat down to look at your life? You've not sat down. That is why you've not come back to your senses. If you have really sat down, you wouldn't have been opening your legs again to any man. I'm telling you, all the men you slept with, they all left you. Because you never took evaluation, self-evaluation about your own life. You kept, you've met Kobna. This one too, you are going to sleep with him. You are not learning any sense in life. You are not learning any sense. It's all about yourself, what you are having, the fun, and that is it. If that is what your life is all about, you keep blaming God even for your failures, but it is not God. The solution is tied even to self-evaluation. When the guy looked at himself, According to scripture, he said he came back to himself. He came back to his senses and said, oh, get me the scripture. Let's wrap up with this and pray. He said, but when he came to himself, he said, how many of my father's highest servants have more than enough bread, but I perish here with hunger? Is it not nonsense? That is what he was telling. I, I'm tired. Ah, look, I'm eating pig's food. And my the servant in my father's house, they are eating gobe, jollof. Um, please give me some of the nice food you have. Um, please give me some. Pizza. Banku. People are eating heavy food. Kokonte. Fufu. Fried rice. Shawarma. People are eating proper food in my father's house. And I'm eating pig's food. Pigs. What kind of nonsense am I uh, developing myself to? The question is, the solution to every self-evaluation, it is called humility on your knees. Did you hear that? 
The solution to every self-evaluation is called humility on your knees. What am I trying to mean? It means that anytime a man comes back to himself and realizes that things is wrong, the person quickly humbles and goes to God and says, God, I need help. I am tired of this, my life. Lord, I know I've tried. I know I've failed myself many times. I know I've lived the life I've wanted. I know things have gone wayward. But Lord, show me mercy. Show me mercy. Show me mercy. Oh, help me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. I am tired. Help me, Lord. I'm tired. Can I be like this forever? I cannot struggle like this forever. Help me. Show me mercy. I don't want to end like this. I don't want to end like this again. I don't want things to be like this again. Lord, show me mercy. That is the end result of self-evaluation. You will know that your life is actually not a life until God comes in. You will know that your life is not complete until you need the hand of God even to be involved in your situation. Oh Lord, show me mercy. 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 The servant said, I will now go back to my father's house and I'll plead with my father and tell him that I have sinned against him and I've sinned against the heavens. He should show me mercy even if I'm not worthy to be called a servant. I'm not worthy to be called a son. He should accept me as a servant. I will work. I will work. I will work as a servant. If you don't come back to yourself, you keep using your life the way you want. My brother, my sister, every year will keep repeating to be the same year for you. Hear me. I said every year will keep repeating to be the same year for you. If you don't come back to yourself and if you don't come back to your senses, you will think that we are playing with you. I pray. Oh, la villa comes. I don't know, but I feel like some people are even crying within themselves. Oh Lord, we are lifting up a prayer and we are telling God.